are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 221st episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you're all off to a good start to your Friday. To start off the show today, we have a little bit of Blackhawks news to talk about. First and foremost, though, I gotta start by saying congratulations to Dylan Strom and his girlfriend Taylor McMahon for announcing that they are expecting a baby girl, their first child together, so congratulations to Dylan Strom. I wonder if that puts some pressure on the DeBrinkets to have a baby for them to grow up together, being the best friends that they are, but I thought that would be a good way to start the show today, a little bit of positive news that can put a smile on everyone's face on this lovely Friday morning. Getting into some actual Blackhawks hockey news now. Yesterday, Blackhawks 20-year-old Swiss prospect Philip Kirishev, who also checked in at number four on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list yesterday, funny enough, Kirishev uh, had himself a solid performance in H.C. Lugano's season opener against the SZC Lions of the NLA. That's the top league in Switzerland where Pia Suter and Dominic Kubalik most notably played their hockey before jumping over to North America. Anyways, Kirishev racked up two assists in H.C. Lugano's 4-0 win yesterday. One of them was a primary assist, the other was a secondary, but a solid way to start the 2020-2021 season for Kirishev, who the Blackhawks would really like to see perform well overseas, leading into what could be his first season playing NHL hockey. I don't know if it'll be opening night, but I'm pretty confident that at some point Kirishev will be playing for the Blackhawks at the United Center next season. And this was a really impressive performance. It's really it's really tough to produce in this league. Average a point per game is averaging a point per game is really solid over there. Hell, Dominic Kubalik won regular season MVP with 57 points in 52 games. So, two points right off the bat from Kirishev in his debut. That puts him off to a really good start to his 2020-2021 campaign. A little bit more news from overseas. It's been rumored that Blackhawks 2018 third round pick Nicholas Nordgren suffered yet another injury today. I haven't seen it confirmed by any major sources, but I did see a couple of guys who I do trust on Twitter post that stuff. Uh, Nordgren, he's currently playing over in Finland, still has some ways to go before making the jump to professional hockey. But yeah, apparently he suffered another injury today. Not how serious it is at the time. But injuries have cost this kid a lot of games in the past couple of years. He only played 27 total games last season. And then 28 the year before that with 
HIFK's U-20 team, so a little bit of tough news there regarding the Blackhawks' former third-round pick back in 2018. Let's just hope for the best because Nordgren has some serious talent. I saw him at Blackhawks' prospect development camp last summer, and he can play, but injuries have cost him a lot of time as of late. That's hurt his development, and it's really unfortunate because right now he needs to be playing as much hockey as possible, and it sounds like he could be out going forward with another injury. Also, it's pretty crazy that hockey is going on right now over in Europe. They canceled the remainder of their 2019 seasons like immediately when the COVID outbreak hit, and they did that in order to get things back on track as normal as soon as possible, and well, that seemed to work because... They're ready for the beginning of the 2020-2021 uh, season at a normal schedule. Well, we know the NHL is not. And also, the QMJHL is set to begin today. I believe that's the only junior league up in Canada that's going to be playing right now. But we're starting to see the beginning of hockey season everywhere else but the one place I want to see it. It's so weird. This time last year, the Blackhawks were over in Prague getting ready to open their open their season, and this year, we won't see that for at least another two and a half, possibly even three months, with the latest news from Commissioner Gary Bettman being that the league is looking at a possible start date sometime in late December or either early January, and of course, there are going to be a lot of difficulties with getting in games at that point while trying not to affect the 2021-2022 season. It's all kind of a mess right now from the NHL. We don't have anything set in stone at the moment, and it's going to make for a wild and wacky offseason now that some prospects will be playing while others will just have to wait for the beginning of training, tam- training camp to get back on the ice with their teammates. Alright, I think that takes care of the latest Blackhawks news that I wanted to talk about on this Friday afternoon. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to break down Lucas Reichel's 2020 NHL draft profile, and then later on in the show, I am going to reveal number three on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome flavors like salted caramel, peanut butter brownie, German chocolate cake, and they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they are also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps to get $10 off your first order. One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps for $10 off your first Built Bar order. (laughs) 
This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcast and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So we just finished talking about some of the latest Blackhawks news from over in Europe. Now let's talk about 2020 NHL draft prospect Lucas Reichel, a German winger who, as I mentioned on yesterday's episode, the Athletics' Mark Lazarus reported he has heard Reichel's name brought up by a couple of Blackhawks sources when discussing the 2020 NHL draft and who the team likes at number 17. So I thought it was fitting to take a look at Reichel's draft profile on today's episode. So to start us off, Reichel has been ranked by most scouts as a late first-round pick. The Athletics' Corey Pronman had him going at number 21 in his latest 2020 NHL mock draft. And I've seen a lot of other scouts and mocks have him going somewhere late in the 20s mostly, but I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. This first round after number 10 is about as open as any in the past, so it wouldn't be a surprise by any means to see the Blackhawks take Reichel at number 17 if... They feel he is their guy, and there are a lot of reasons to feel that way about this kid. He just turned 18 this past summer in May, but as a 17-year-old, he played last season in Germany's professional league, the DEL, and Reichel handled himself well there. In 42 games for the Berlin Polar Bears, he tallied 12 goals and 12 assists for 24 points, showing off his offensive skill set. And for a 17-year-old to be doing that in a men's league against professionals, that stands out immediately. And there's a good reason Reichel is already playing pro hockey. In 32 games in Germany's U-20 league as a 16-year-old, Reichel had 11 goals and 31 assists for 42 points, well over a point per game. So, yeah, (laughs) he was already too good for that league, even though he was three years younger than most of the competition. But that didn't seem to phase Reichel at all, and that's, that's been the same so far in the DEL. A lot of scouts have talked about how calm and poised he is for his age. One scout actually talked about how they wished all prospects had his comfort level because his assertiveness and ability to make quick plays in one one-on-one situations against grown men is just outstanding already. And Reichel, breaking down his game a little bit more, he's already a really good skater for being so young. That's helped him play professional hockey. He has a really explosive first step, and he can make things happen off the rush. He also has a really strong lower body for his age. He'll have to gain some upper body strength to make it to the NHL. Scouts talk about that a lot. He's only about six foot, 170 pounds. But he's hard to knock off the puck in one-on-one situations because he can fight through checks even against professionals at a young age. And this also helps translate to his offensive game. Reichel scores a lot of his goals from in tight and around the net. When you watch his highlights, he's really good at banging in rebounds or just like being in tight to the goaltender and then separating himself by a couple feet for a one-timer. So he's really good around the net, even playing against men already and this uh I mean we've seen him score a lot of his goals there I think that could be because that's where he has to score goals at this level but in the past he also has demonstrated his strong wrist shot and as I said the ability to one-time the puck not only from out in front of the net 
but from the circles on the power play. I have read, though, that his velocity on the one-timer will need some work before becoming a weapon in the NHL, but it's good to see that he at least has that in his repertoire at the moment. Reichel can also be a playmaker. He's been a bit more of a goal scorer than a setup guy so far in his past, but we've seen him be a playmaker while representing Germany uh, internationally. At the 2019 IIHF U18 tournament where Germany stunned the world and somehow won the tournament, Reichel, he had five points in five games during that run, and he was arguably the team's top player. And then at the U20 World Juniors the next year, he recorded five points in seven games. So he always seems to perform well internationally, which you like to see. A lot of scouts take a deep look at those international tournaments, and Reichel was always solid in those occasions. One area of weakness about Reichel's game is his defensive ability at the moment, which one one scout called a work in progress, which <laughs> you never want to read. There just have been some lapses in the past mentally, and he also doesn't have the best anticipation on the defensive side of things. But the hope right now is that he's so smart and skilled on the offensive side of things that once he matures and gets coached up a bit by a little by some better professional coaches, then hopefully that side of his game will improve. But overall, Reichel sounds like he has a lot of tools to be an effective top six winger down the road. He already has one year of professional hockey under his belt, and he's been praised for his abilities to make plays in tight and win one-on-one battles with grown men. You really like to hear that for such a young prospect. And that's the type of player the Blackhawks need in their core group going forward. I really believe that. And Reichel has also shown in every level he's played at that he can produce offensively. Even in the DEL, he was averaging over half a point per game at 17 years old. I seriously can't tell you how impressive that is. So he sounds like he has all the makeup to be a complete offensive player. He does have some work to do on the defensive side of things. But again, he just turned 18 in May and he'll have at least one more season, possibly even two, before being NHL ready. So I'm not too worried about that aspect of his game. All right, I think that just about wraps up Lucas Reichel's 2020 NHL Draft profile. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to wrap up the show by revealing number three on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list after announcing Philip Kirishev at number four on yesterday's episode. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with the upcoming NHL draft and free agency period. Okay, we just wrapped up discussing... 2020 NHL draft prospect Lucas Reichel, who has been rumored to be on the Blackhawks list of players they like with the 17th overall pick in the draft. Now it's time to reveal the next player on my Blackhawks top 10 prospects list. So coming in today at number 3, we have 24-year-old Swiss forward Pia Suter, who was signed by the Blackhawks in this past offseason for 
a one-year contract with an AAV of $925,000. And Suter, he draws a lot of comparisons to Blackhawks 2019-20 Calder Trophy finalist. Had to throw that in there now that Kubalik officially took third in the ranking. 2019-20 Calder Trophy finalist Dominic Kubalik. And those two draw a lot of comparisons not only because... They signed the exact same contract in back-to-back off-seasons, but they both chose to come over and sign with the Blackhawks following MVP seasons over in the NLA, which, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, that's the top league over in Switzerland. Kubelik had 57 points in 53 games there during the 2018-19 season, and then in 2019-20, Suter had 53 points in 50 games, so very similar years, and they both are really solid goal scorers. That's what stands out about these two guys. Obviously, the transition over to North America worked for Dominic Kubelik. He was a 30-goal scorer for the Blackhawks last season, led all NHL rookies in goals, and the Blackhawks are now hoping the same thing will happen with Suter. I don't know if they're going to expect 30 goals out of him, but they definitely feel he can add to the depth scoring department that took a bit of a step back last season due to Alex DeBrinkett and Dylan Strom's struggles. And looking at Suter's career statistics, he's always been a really solid offensive player. He's played for the ZSC Lions for forever, it seems. He's got four or five years there. And he was actually a point-per-game player in 2017-18 with ZSC. He had 39 points in 36 games during that season, so... The offensive skill set, it's always been there. It's just now about how it all translates to the next level. Looking at the 2020-2021 season, I think we can expect Suter to begin in a middle six role like Kubalik did early on in the season, either on the Blackhawks' second or third lines playing with some offensive, some, some better offensive players to try to get him going, but Suter does also have the offensive upside like Kubelik to get big minutes either on the top line with Jonathan Taze and also maybe even see time on the power play. I've watched some tapes on Suter and I-, I like his game a lot. I think he can add a lot to this Blackhawks offense. He is a little smaller than Kubelik, so he's not quite as good on the boards or in one-on-one battles. But one thing that stands out is this dude's a true natural goal scorer. I think he can do some real damage with a good setup guy like Patrick Kane or maybe even with Dylan Strom on the Blackhawks' third line. So I expect Suter to have a pretty big role this season, and I think the Blackhawks are expecting that as well. And for what he's done in the past, I think that's fair. I think Suter... Suter is a guy who can go out and score 20 goals and maybe have 40 points for the Blackhawks this season if he stays healthy. And that's why I have him at number three over Philip Kirishev at this point. I I like his offensive upside a bit better. I think definitely with his experience overseas, he's a bit further in his progression than Kirishev is. And honestly, for the Blackhawks to have success next year as a team, I think they're going to need Suter's help in the secondary scoring department like they needed it from Dominic Kubelik last year. So that's why I have Pia Suter at number three on my Blackhawks top 10 prospect rankings. I think he's a guy who could play a big role for the Blackhawks next season, probably on the second or third line. I'm not sure he's a top line player yet, but... We didn't think that about Dominic Kubelik last offseason, so we'll just have to wait and see how Suter fares in his first season 
in, uh, playing on North American ice since he played junior hockey with the Gulf Storm a handful of seasons ago. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, October 2nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, go ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account at JackBushman2 or my Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Don't forget that the next episode of Lockdown Blackhawks will be Mailbag Monday, where I answer a question from a couple of lucky listeners right here on the podcast. So for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com Hit me on one of my two Twitter accounts or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until Monday's episode, I hope everyone enjoys their weekend and make sure to enjoy it responsibly. And thank you again for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.